What's happening, boys and girls? How are you? Happy New Year. The podcast is brought to you by Waterstone Mortgage and the Michael Bowen team. If you guys need a loan to buy a home, you have to call an expert, all right? You just absolutely have to call an expert. Doing this for so many years after leaving radio, I got to tell you, the most important thing you'll do is hire not only a good realtor, but a good mortgage broker. Michael Bowen over at Waterstone Mortgage is a legit professional. If you have any questions about anything at all mortgage-related, call Michael Bowen. Give him a call today, 505-259-8326. That's 505-259-8326. Waterstone Mortgage and the Bowen team, proud sponsor of the Buck and Dex podcast. The podcast is also brought to you by Pure Life Medical Cannabis Dispensary. They are New Mexico's biggest and best cannabis dispensary, hands down. These guys have the best, highest quality medicine that you can find in the state of New Mexico. They've got six locations all around the state. They've got four more coming by the middle of this year. So if you're a medical card holder, make sure you go and talk to the folks over at Pure Life because they are super, super pros. Their bud tenders are amazing, highly knowledgeable, friendly. They're not gonna make you feel like an idiot. They've got everything you need. They've got pens, they've got edibles, They've got it all. Go check them out, purelifenm.com. You can visit them online or just stop by one of their locations. They're in Las Cruces, Truth or Consequences, a bunch of stores in Albuquerque. Go and check them out, Pure Life Medical Cannabis, for all your medical cannabis needs. The podcast is also brought to you by Unleashed Sports Nutrition. Those guys are amazing. They are helping me so much. I know you hear Dex talk about how he's going to be a fireman and he's doing all this stuff. Well, that's all fine and dandy, but I've been working with Corey over at Unleashed Sports Nutrition since about uh, the middle of July last year. I got to tell you, he hooked me up with some stuff. I'm taking some body effects uh, uh, supplements like pre-workout supplements. I'm taking the Intec Evolution Protein Powder. That stuff's legit, man. I mean, super legit. High, high quality stuff. And they're helping me meet my goals. I'm losing weight. I'm getting stronger. It's awesome. And they have a huge sale going on right now. They're doing their uh, beginning of the year blowout sale, their Happy New Year sale. They're blowing out a bunch of stuff. You can order some of their merchandise, you know, get some of that Intech protein powder that I'm taking. They've got all kinds of stuff. Go check them out. They're at the corner of Southern and Unser in Rio Rancho. Make sure when you go in there and you ask for Corey, you got to tell them that Buck sent you so you can get the Buck Index podcast deal. Unleash Sports Nutrition in Rio Rancho. Go and check those guys out. Now, it's time to get to the podcast. Back by popular demand. Come on! It's the worst show in town. And now, the moment you've been waiting for. The world famous Buck and Dex show. Here we go. It's the morning invasion with Dex and Steve-O. Shut coming at you live. French toast mouth. Coming at you live. From a couch. That's right. And our guest today is Aaron Buck Burnett. Oh, Welcome man. to the morning invasion. How's it going, man? Welcome to our show. <laughs> <laughs> is this good? Yeah, this is great. Oh, this is amazing. This is great. I love it. It's been a minute since we've had you on our show. Um, should we back up, should we, hold on. Should we back up and actually do this right? <laughs> You say that every time. He says it every time. He's like, there's no good way to start a show. We just start. You start. Yeah. And that was how he chose us. We didn't even plan that. It's like, yeah. No, I know. I like it. You didn't like it. Obviously, but I know. Is it weird? Not that I didn't like. I don't care. Come on. Like, okay. So how many episodes have you guys done? Six. Six. And and are you guys 
Has it been great? Like you guys immediately were like, wow, the chemistry is there. Because like immediately, yeah. obviously, yeah, see, I don't know we're already. No. Okay. So the first two episodes, the first episode, Dex was a total dickhead. Wow. And he was just like, I'm surprised he showed up. Right. To actually. Oh, I didn't think this was going to happen. I didn't either. Yeah. Honestly. Well, no, no, no. I was with you though, not with him. I honestly wasn't. I kind of just put it on Buck because he was fired up and I'm like, I just didn't know. I didn't know, but I wanted to see what the commitment level would be. Buck's been freaking amazing. Oh, I know. He texts me like every week and he's like, when are you going to do a show? Oh, are you going to do a show? Buck has stepped up. We're doing a show. And he, show. he does all the editing. He gets everything set up. And I sell the sponsorship. So there's, sponsorship. there's editing. Ooh, there's sponsors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We oh, we're sponsors. making tons of money now. Wow. Not really. We're not making tons of money. No, we're not. We're making enough money to like pay our bills and buy our equipment and stuff like that. I should have brought beer. Why? I own a liquor store. Oh, right. <laughs> No, I just meant so we could drink beer. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I have some water in my big Bubba cup if you want some water. Oh, man. No, beer would be good right now. Beer would be good I don't right drink now. beer really anymore. I That's all I drink. I, I need yeah. to start drinking water again. Like, uh, I went to a, a, a fast food joint that shall not be named because of licensing or whatever, because I wasn't allowed to talk about it. But um, and I asked, hey, you need food? And it was like, I'm I'm healthy now. So you guys are like fit and healthy. Let me, uh, let me I'll be back up. soon. Do I look healthy? Yeah. Buck does look Is that a trick question? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you do. Cool. You look healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Let me back up really quick just for uh any new people or people just don't know, you know, they've never heard of Steve O. Um How could they not? It was the best okay, three so years of your life. Here, here's the deal, yeah, bro. It was pretty good. <laughs> here here's here's Mine, everything outside of the room yeah. sucked, but yeah. inside of the studio, yeah, no, that you was and good. I I best I, sex I've ever had. I had to talk <laughs> I had to talk to Dex about this last week because while we're doing this podcast, we can actually see like all of our demographics and statistics and stuff. Oh, that's cool. We have people listening in like 27 countries. Well, I, wow. I honestly think, I don't know if it's necessarily new people. I think they're people that used to listen to us that live in other countries. That live get, in Malaysia now? No, I'm serious. Uh, I get contacted. Or maybe it's just fake IP addresses because they don't want the government to know where they are. I get contacted all the time by, you know, old listeners. Like an Ethiopian prince that yeah, needs, I was just has like $8 million dollars. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, He's got the deed to a diamond mind. But Steve-O and I did a show right after Buck and I got fired. I got hired on over at Star 88. It's owned by Calvary. You were my rebound. Yeah. And so we did the show for three and a half years. Yeah. And then I broke our hearts. And and then Steve-O decided to leave and he started managing uh, Ex Novo uh, Brewery in Corrales. That'll be $50, please. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's fine you guys can pay me whenever wait what <laughs> um yeah yeah so you've been managing a brewery uh after uh-huh. being after working at star 88 for how many years were you 17 there? 17 years 17 you worked years in christian in radio. radio bull and i worked in christian radio for Ooh. three and a half years with steve <laughs> and it was honestly i'm i have a hard time not i i don't ever want you to think if i don't claim the time that I had there, it has anything to do with you. It Too has late. everything to do with the Too church. Late. I immediately told Buck, like, hey, does he know I'm coming? Is this a good idea? Did you know Should it was we him? be doing this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I knew. It was like, how's this going to go? Because I really, really miss our show. I miss us. I don't miss where we were. Um... But like I haven't I haven't listened to the the Buck and Dex podcast just because I had a few people that were like, "Hey, bro, 
you might not want to listen. Dex is kind of mean about you. No, and I was like, am I the new Baxter? He's okay. just a what dick the about hell, everything. man. Okay, the only thing that, because he'll mention I your t- name. I already told him. And I just, I, I kid around and I'm saying, who's Steve-O? That's, yeah, that's okay. That's yeah. okay. There's, I, I love you, man. And you're always welcome. Anything that I'm a part of, you're always welcome to be a part of. So mm. I, I love. Can I join the fire academy with you? Yeah, <laughs> dude, please. There's no way. We need more homies. <laughs> no, I'm too old. Um, But no, it's, uh, it. I just. I get it. Yeah, the church, the working for a church, I hope to God I never have to do that again because I just, yeah. that was- You don't ever have to do anything, dude. Well, I know. I'm just saying- I mean- No, uh-huh. you don't. I mean, you have to pay taxes and die. That's what you have you to do. You actually don't have to pay taxes. You go to prison, but you, you don't- know, it's, yeah. You literally, it's just death. But I do, th- I do think that sometimes there's like supernatural elements that can creep in to force shit you don't want to do. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Honestly, I think, yeah. Well, no, I, oh, I believe dear. that. I think I'm at a place now where I'm I'm hoping that the time that I spent there at Calvary, even though I I had a bad experience working for a church, that God will still continue to use that later on in my life because I know I've learned a lot and. I got to see behind the curtain at yeah. working for a church, which isn't necessarily a good thing. No, but, not, uh, not when you're like one of the cool kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think we had a different experience because uh, there are people who work at a church for 25 years as a receptionist or a janitor or yeah. whatever. And you, they never see that because we just happen to be in a position where, dude, we spoke more um, to the masses, if you will, than the head pastor did. We yeah. were on 20 hours a week versus the two hours a week from the pulpit. And we were told that many a times, like, hey, you're the biggest representative of this place. So watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly how they probably said it to you. said it and I was like, Nate, you can't talk like that. <laughs> oh, uh, joining us next week on the show will be Nate Heitzig. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, I don't know, and it's—I don't think he's going to come. I know a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of our listeners out there, they want to know, you know, the details. They want to know the, uh, you know, what happened? Why did you leave? And why did Steve-O leave? And it, yeah, I and, get that question more than anything else. Yeah. All right, let's just dive into it then. Why did you go? Why did you? Well, no, it, honestly, Dexter, Dexter giving me a stink eye Dexter from across knew, the room. Dexter knew for a while. I was restless. I even, I had even put in for a job in Houston as uh, a radio guy oh, you at almost a got that Christian hip hop station. They flew me out there yep. and I was like, I'm moving to Houston. And uh, so he knew I had been restless and looking because I just wasn't content with where I was, but it had nothing to do with us. It had nothing to do with our friendship. We were still doing a YouTube show as well. And so like we were okay. That's the biggest question though is like, are you guys okay? Is it cool? And I'm like, yeah, we're cool. I think Dex blames me because uh, I left our radio and it. Do you blame him? Force change. No, I, I I do think if you wouldn't have left, I feel still like be there. we still would be oh, there. Oh, I know. But I oh, think we God. both would have been miserable. I would have jumped off a bridge. Yeah. I came close to suicide once. That's This isn't a joke. Like, very, re- like, realistically, a good friend, like, had to, Talk me off a ledge because it was like like literally. Were you standing on top of the Albuquerque uh, building, or I, I purchased a handgun? <laughs> oh, wow, um, no joke. Yeah, really? no joke. Wow. I I will tell you right now, I, I felt trapped when you're when you're in the Christian industry and you're a quote celebrity. I can't tell you the pressure that is placed upon you to be 
perfect. Are you really calling yourself a celebrity right now? Okay. No, I Dexter? mean, we are. I mean, that I agree. We are in some way, we're on a local level as a celebrity. I mean, yeah. we have people that look up to us, that follow us, that are, con- I mean, we are like kind of in the spotlight. It's a, a different culture. Dude, we were, we were broadcasting live from AT&T Stadium with freaking 100,000 people there. Yes. Like I would definitely say we were quote Christian celebrities and I'm saying quote, but like in that industry, yeah, absolutely. We had so many, so many Christian artists that loved our show that would come on, that would hang out because we were different. We were set apart and whatever. And so there was this pressure that I probably placed upon myself that I always had to be on, but in real life, my life sucked. Like, so you were more on than you were real. Yeah. Oh yeah. My marriage was difficult and we would talk, we would be real to a point. Cause it's like, this is about as real as we can get without getting fired. So I better rein it in, but, um, we'd still, we'd still be as real as we felt comfortable with Yeah. because dude, he was going through shit. I was going through shit and they they compounded and it was there was pressures to be on for for Christians for all the thousands of people that just look up to us and admire us and and want to be like us because we're like good Christian dudes and then I'm like examining my real life going I'm broken I suck it, it, this is not Christianity because what I perceive from Christianity is that we're all dead and broken and suck. And so God had to do something about it because we were all fucking failures and there's nothing we could do. So he had to do something. Right. And and he changed the game and he fixed it. But we're still broken messes. I'm going to be a broken mess until I breathe my last. Like I'll try and do better. I may succeed at times. I still fail. And that's not something that you can really talk about in that worldview or or culture because, you know, now that you're made righteous and holy, like you're Yeah, I don't uh, I don't I don't necessarily know that I agree about agree with that, man, because That's because you went to the asshole church and everybody was okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> so we so we got a new pastor. Yeah, a different culture yeah, over what really? Hold, hold on. So we got a new pastor, right? Yeah. And his first sermon when he got here he got up and he preached a sermon. And at the end of his sermon, he was like, I'm going to make you some promises. He's like, I promise you, I'm going to fail you mm. a lot. Yeah. And yeah. he sat and went through all of this shit that was bad. Yeah. Like, these are the things that I'm going to do. I'm going to suck. I'm going to fail you. Yeah. I'm going to disappoint you. You don't see that a lot with, you with don't. leadership. He did that from the pulpit. Right. Yeah, you don't hear you know? that. Yeah. And then he came back and he was like, however... I'm going to do this to the best of my ability, yeah. you know, I mean, and that's like, that's, no, that's refreshing. That's commendable. That's awesome. I will say like, I'm not. Plus he has things. an Australian accent. So he kind of sounds like Hugh Jackman a little bit okay. when he does it. So it was extra you cool. Can, and you can trust him more. I, and you can I, trust him I, more. Yeah. I own and know that I'm not doing things to the best of my ability right now. Like I, I've just, I, I wouldn't say I've given up, but it's like, I don't care. I'm just, I'm content where I'm at. And I know that I'm dealing with some messy things, but on like a faith level, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, just yeah. all around as a human. Because I, I feel like, this, I feel the same way as far as like spiritually. I feel very tired, mm-hmm. and I can't even imagine how some people feel that if they've been working for a church for yeah, dude, twenty, thirty years. Yeah, I, I, I'm just kind of closed off from it, and I'm just 
praying that God would just. So you're, but you're praying. Yeah. Uh, not, not like I should, <laughs> See, but I, I just you're feel still very, using Jesus words. I know, but it's like, I feel Ugh. very, um, uh, I'm trying to, trying to, I don't know how to explain it, but I just feel very kind of closed off and, yeah. and I hear you. I don't know. I'm just I in a way. I'm, well, I'm trying to trust yeah. and just kind of let God just do a work. Okay. And I don't know what that looks like yet, but yeah. I'm just trying to be patient with it because that's cool. I've been very turned off by the church. Oh, I hear you. So like I, I and I think I just need yeah. to jump back in. I think that's what it's going to take is to take that leap of faith and jump back in. Yeah. I, I struggle with that the is, whole though. culture of it because it's like, no, this church is different. And you get there and it's like three songs offering. Yeah. Um, message last song with the guitar at the end where they do the altar call mm-hmm. and there's the spiritual manipulation with the guitar in the background to to like lead you into. Dude, That's I, had, what I have a hard time with it. Exactly and, and, what you and just so said. Everybody's I have a like, hard time. Well, why don't you start something? Because I'm, like, I'm a fuck up and it's going to be terrible. Like we're because we're going to fail because we're all failing. But everybody that's like trying to do a quote new thing, I'm like, this isn't a new thing and. I don't know. Maybe it was part of when we started traveling and seeing different cultures and different churches. Um, <laughs> Texas church culture was very different from That's here. Different than uh, California, completely different from New Mexico. Like you see th- these different churches that are hundreds of miles apart, reading the same book and having different ideas about a lot of things. And so I, I'm with. I hear what you're saying because there are still moments like uh, uh, just a week ago, I was driving home after closing down the the brewery and thrice came on in my car and i wept because i missed my friend i missed jesus but not anything around it right but i'm so closed off because it's it's like i'm so pissed and 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 just spent that Yeah, it brought me to tears because it was uh, Anthology by Thrice, which is still my favorite Thrice song. Going to see them in February in Brooklyn. Can't wait. Um, so there's still moments, and I know I know that it wasn't all for naught. Next time they're in town, we're going to have him on. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd yeah. Be cool. Can, I, can I join you? No. Man, you're an you asshole. You can have my spot. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I could go either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, sure. So, yeah. So I, I think I'm, I'm kind of like where you are, where it's like this weird trust that things are going to change, but I'm not actively doing it. You know, I think there's, I think my, just in case you're listening right now and you don't know this, all three of us are Christian dudes, I I think. Yeah. I think. (laughs) I mean. Let's not. I know I am. Yeah. Easy. easy. Yeah, let's let's slow our role here. (laughs) I mean, I have questionable days for sure. We love Jesus. Yeah. I don't like. And, and when I when it. I when I say Christian dudes, I mean we believe like in the man who Jesus is, okay. yeah. and you know I don't even yeah. know how I feel about Scripture. So like I I struggle greatly. Like I saw, and which is the crux of it. It's difficult. Yeah. That's his word. So <laughs> my point is being that. So I went through something where I was a part of a church and the church leader ended up basically like blowing up the church. Mm. And this is after I, like, I was a young Christian. Yeah, you were, you know, and I dealt with that for a while, you know, like I dealt with those feelings of how I was pissed and kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of similar to what you guys are talking yeah. about. However, I think the thing that really rang true for me and kind of pissed me off about myself was that 
I was putting stock in somebody I wasn't supposed to be putting mm-hmm. stock into. Yeah, it makes sense. And you guys, what you're describing right now is very similar to what I was doing because you're talking about the people that are running the church. You're talking about oh. you're talking about individuals that have essentially let you down sure. and have failed you. And you're surprised by it. I'd say and we for, shouldn't no, be surprised not, not by surpri- this thing. Definitely not surprised by it. I'd say for me, it's a little different. Um, I, I'm not angry at humans necessarily. I'm angry at me. Like if I, if you break it down to the core, I'm pissed at myself because I I don't know if you guys know this, but I've always been this emotional dude. <laughs> uh Dexter hates the Enneagram, but I'm a four. So it's I don't like, know what that means. Yes, yeah, okay. Uh, I've always been like this super emotional guy, lead with emotion a lot of times. And so I I'll, I can remember all the way back going to eat at the pharmacy with you when you gave your life to Jesus and all that you were going through. And you were very much so like a, a head conversion. Like it was it was well thought out. It was it was like you were a grown ass man and you had studied and discovered this and was like, yeah, this is legit. And for me, I think a lot of times it was growing up in a church system, feeling the feeling the butterflies or the goosebumps or the whatever it was, and being led a lot by emotion and recognizing that a lot of those choices were just that. They weren't necessarily God having an impact or doing something or speaking to me. It was just the emotion of the moment. And so I'm not as angry at the church or at other people as myself for being a bitch. And I'm, I'm honestly, yeah. like Makes seriously. Sense, yeah. So it's like, I look back at something like like my marriage. I met this chick and we got married two months later because the idea of sex before marriage was terrifying because the church just dug it into your brain. Like if you have sex before marriage, you are going to hell. And it's like, well, I don't want to go to hell, but I definitely want to sleep with this chick. (laughs) We should get married. And that is the stupidest reason to get married. Mm -hmm. We've been married 17 years now. And depending on who you talk to, it's been a battle, you know, and it's been difficult. I was in the same boat. I, I, you know, early 20s and I got, you know, my, uh, my first wife, she got pregnant and, you know, you better do the right thing. Yeah. Better get married. Let's compound this shit. Because (laughs) I was raised in the Christian culture that you man up. If you're, if she, if you sleep with her, then you can get, you can marry her. You know, and we were too young. Our brains weren't developed. I had no business sleeping with her. I, I, I get that. Right. Totally understand. Oh, yeah. It's, it's my fault just as much as hers or whatever. We could play the blame game all day. But it just, the culture taught me, get married. Yeah. And when I look back, I go, that should have never have happened. Right. Ever. But there's not enough grace to go around for situations like that because sure people won't walk a while in your no. shoes. Yeah, I mean. Then, no, there is. It just depends on who you talk to. No, you're right. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. So th- there should be more. I look at I look at leadership and I, I just look at the culture of Christianity. And sadly, most of it, all I see now is through Facebook <laughs> because I'm not a yeah, part of the, the Christian culture. Look. Yeah. But because of that, it's like, Man, this is not real life. Case in point, on my way here, I was listening to Graduation by Kanye West. Incredible album. Love that album. Is that the new one? No. Oh. Hell no. It's like um, one of his first ones, isn't it? It was his second one, I believe. Uh, stronger on that one. Graduate. It was Graduation. Welcome. Um, 
Homecoming. There's a lot of really great tracks on that album. Anyway, I remember like a year and a half ago, Dexter and I were doing a bit on Kanye West when he was first doing his like Sunday sermons on the Mount and getting in trouble because we were referencing Kanye West on this radio station. Fast forward to today, and that same radio station is playing Kanye West because now he's been approved by the Jesus people right. because he's got a Jesus album. And it's like, man, that's some shit. Like, I, I'm still like angry about it because that's not even like his fourth best album. It's all right. It's not great. But because now he proclaims Jesus, the church is just like poof, stamp of approval. Now this guy is cool. And it, it, where was it where was it a year and a half ago when he was going through the process and he was finding himself I can't imagine how many people start down the journey towards faith and then walk away from it because the assholes around them that are saying nope this is a this is the way you got to do it this is how you you are led to God and I think every single one of us are on our own journey and it's really awful to impress upon somebody a certain roadmap to find Jesus when we're all completely different individuals. Seriously. No. I hate it. Yeah. Did you say you ate it? Hate it. Oh, hate it. I ate the Impossible Whopper. You did eat the Impossible Whopper. Yeah, and I think I struggle, you know, with what, you know, exactly what you're saying, but also with the Christian formula, you know? There's that that church formula of, you know, the worship songs. You know, Mm -hmm. you got three worship songs. One fast, one mid-tempo, one slow. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and it's just the way that it's done. And it's done that way because they see more people coming, which then is it because they want to really see people come to a relationship or do they want more money because they can buy hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of lights and amps and guitars. That's where I'm having a hard time with seeing the, where the money's spent. Mm -hmm. I don't, I can't comprehend a church spending $50,000 on a new uh, conference room. Right. doesn't make any sense to me. Or going to these, we would go to these festivals um, and they were supposed to be these things to draw in new, new people to, to have an encounter with Jesus. And all it was like, we're at AT AT&T stadium where the Dallas Cowboys play. And it was a giant church service. There was nothing different about it. And it's like, who are you trying to draw in? Because all you're drawing in are the church people who are then in turn tithing so that you can afford to pay for this $4 million event, right? Yeah. so who's getting saved? Like, what, what? Why do we need to be comfortable in a conference room, a $50,000 conference room that was <laughs> yeah. basically donated by everybody coming to church that are tithing? So it doesn't let me, make any sense. Let me, let me say this plainly. I'm not saying that Dex and I have the answers. I'm just saying that we see the hypocrisy and I per, I personally chose to be like, I quit. I threw in the towel. I don't want to be a part of this culture. I don't have the answers okay, to fix but it what or you're change saying, it. But you, you guys need to adjust your tone because what you're saying is directed really to one spot. You're not, that's not a good representation of mm. all of the churches out there. No, it's, it's some not, are it's worse. Not, it's, it's <laughs> Joel Olstein's church, for instance. So yeah, I, I haven't but, been to a church yet that you speak of. So I, I what don't is this know. Church you speak. Wait, what are you talking about? They're, they're all they're all fucked up. 
They're all they're all. What they're we're all saying is it's still up. the same model. It's still so it's the same model. It's they're the all three, still three or four worship songs. But what does that have to do with the culture of church? I mean, you're 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 combining all of these statements right now, like yeah. you know, taking money for a fifty thousand dollar conference room. You know, I mean, our church just had to like whittle down our budget and lay people off just so we can be a church yeah. and still gather. You know, so the Maybe way you guys the, need the, more guilt are. I was just going to say, wait till wait till the attendance starts going up and the money starts pouring yeah, in. That's that's what we see with churches, though, as the attendance starts. You're right. To build, we are generalizing. I, no. Yeah. yeah, you are generalizing. I know. I, we shouldn't say that it's every church. We shouldn't say that. But no, it's just the some, experience that yeah. we've especially Steve. He's you're been t- in it almost 20 years. I know. But you're talking about one church. Let's be very clear no, about. No, this. I'm, not I'm not talking about one. church. I'm not. My wife needs worship at a different church that is a completely different organization that's that's you know in their opinion it's like oh this is different this is great and then i look at it and i go there's nothing different about this it's just a different name it's a different pastor it's the same model it's the same guiltar it's the same and we don't have a perspective i don't know the spiritual manipulation um what is the spiritual manipulation with the guiltar what is it could be uh, okay the guiltar is what i use like you know when it's getting towards the end of service and then the pastor changes the tone and he's got the final Bow point. Bow your head. Oh, it's we don't. We don't point. We don't, we don't do that. You don't have do, a three-point sermon. No, we don't do. And we then don't have at that. the end, here's here's the story. I could tell you right now, like in my brain, I I can immediately point to multiple messages by the former head pastor where it was like, no, that's exactly what it was. It, you just I look for it now and I see it and I go, oh, here's where the tone changes, or here's here's where the sales pitch the piano, comes in, or, or the here's guitar. where the, whatever it is. Yeah. Which sucks. I hate being this cynical. I hate it. Um, my son's birthday was recently, and I was looking back at you know, you know, this time ten years ago or this time, and I was looking back at Freedom Fests and different things, and I remember going, man, I, I loved these events and I loved this culture and I loved these things, and so I recognize that I'm cynical. I recognize that that these are because of me, because of decisions I've made in the past who have who have created this person that I am today and it sucks but I just can't I just I just had to throw in the towel I just couldn't be a part of the culture anymore just can't I can't there are amazing people doing amazing things um I won't even I'm not even referencing the brewery I work for but the owner like he started it as a nonprofit organization to help widows and orphans to help refugees to help the homeless and it was a, a beer making place and that's what they were giving their money to because as a Christian, that's what he wanted to do. And so I understand that there are human beings that do commendable things in the name of their God. It just sucks because those, again, are still just the human beings that are, that are the hands and feet. I don't see churches doing those things. I see the conference rooms. I see the, the big events, the things that they want to do. But yeah, you're pretty cynical. Yeah, because I think ninety, probably ninety percent of the churches in the country, they don't, they don't have fifty thousand dollar conference rooms. No, they don't. You're talking about mega churches. Oh, yeah. Really, that's you're really right. to me. That's what you're talking about. Is you're talking yeah. about the yeah, mega church. We, we probably should that can have it, yeah, yeah, sure. that can have fifty thousand, hundred thousand dollar light shows and hire professional musicians. So it sounds like a fucking rock concert every time you walk in. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know. Ninety percent of the churches in America, I don't believe, are are capable of of that. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. So, 
I hate to just be like, bash on church day. But your, your listeners, your former listeners are freaking the fuck out right now. Of course they are. I hope we were waking but, them but, up. Hey, bit, guess you know? what? They wanted these answers and now we're providing those answers. It's not what they want to hear, but it's the truth. And the truth shall set you free. And you know what? <laughs> on that, From listening to us And on that again. point, <laughs> I think about this all the time, you know, because it's, I see... If as a baby Christian, you know, if you just gave your life to Christ and you get burned, most likely you're not going to last. You're going to be like, fuck this. I'm out. I grew up in the church. I grew up with the relationship with Christ. I see that my foundation and my relationship with Christ is strong. So what I've gone through hasn't taken away that relationship. It's just made me question how it's done. You know, I love, I love God. I love Jesus. I love what he's done for me. And I get it. I get the picture of what he did. I just don't understand. And I'm having a hard time trying to figure out as people, are are we completely missing the mark? Are we doing it? Are we, are we not, are we not reading it the right way? That's where I'm at. And here's, here's what's difficult as well. Like we've talked about this Dexter and I, because I, I left radio. I jumped into an industry I knew nothing about. I was absolutely terrified, but I knew it was where I needed to be, what I wanted to do. And one thing that really sucks is working in the beer industry. I mean, you own a liquor store. You may know this. Breweries are incredible. Um, The owners of Steelbender live blocks away. They're in there hanging out. I was just there about a week ago. They wouldn't let me pay for a thing. So it's like a real tight community. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't let me pay for a thing. Um, Bow and Arrow a few weeks ago, like, I, list goes on. I, I won't name a bunch of breweries in town, but but everybody is so loving and wonderful. And, and oh, this is a great beer. How did you do it? Oh, well, here's the recipe. And everybody's helpful. Everybody wants to see each other succeed. And I've, I think I know where you're going with this. <laughs> it's tragic because I'm in this industry yeah. that most Christians are like, oh, sorry, some Christians are like, that Thank is you. unacceptable. That is sinful. You shouldn't be doing that. Like I, uh, for example, I, I was just on this commercial for the Bernalillo County mental health department. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Like, and it was like helping people not want to commit suicide and do great things. And the first comment on their website was a former listener who was trashing me saying, you know what causes depression and suicidal thoughts? Alcohol. Maybe you need to reassess where you're working. And I'm like, damn, dude, I just did a campaign with Bernalillo County throughout the state of New Mexico to try and like help people not commit suicide. And your first comment is a bash at me working in the beer industry. Yeah, Amazing how you missed that. Um, Anyway, a little off topic, but the point is, it, it, it's just incredible to me to see this industry where everyone is so wonderful. Everyone actually genuinely wants to see each other succeed. And I came from a place where it was like, okay, well, we're, we're um, Arminian and they're Calvinist or you're Baptist and we're Presbyterian. Or And so within all of these different denominations, everybody's backbiting and fighting and too busy trying to fight over what they believe the text reads and says rather than actually help the culture that we live in and broken people and do things. And that kills me. That sucks a lot. Yeah. So it's hard. It's hard. Like being, (laughs) being away from the church. It's like, well, there are good people in this world. Half of them don't claim Jesus Christ. They just genuinely want to 
help someone in the community. Yeah. So, and I, and I truly do think that, you know, for Steve and I, I think this is kind of uh this is a part of our journey. Oh yeah. And I feel like I go back to, I feel like God is going to do something great. Yeah. With what we've gone through. I really do feel as if we're open to it. Cause I really feel like I am just like, okay, God, I mean, I never in my wildest dreams would think I'm running 30 miles. Yeah. Dude. You know, I'm going to be a firefighter. Like what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Like seriously, oh dude, I see your I see your what Instagram every day, and I'm like, like that what? to me is like, what happened? That to me is God working something in me. Yeah, but I'm also, I'm I put my foot down and said I have to make a change. Like I had to put the work in, but I also know I didn't do that without God. Well, that's what okay. That's what I was actually going to ask is. Do you honestly think God's doing a work or did you finally just nut up and do something? Because Both. I see you working harder than you've ever worked in your life. And I don't want to take away from the existence of a creator, uh, of the existence of God. But I think sometimes we do a disservice and and forget that like it takes hard work. It takes dedication. And sometimes like we actually accomplish things because we put in the work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, dude, you're crushing the game in real estate. Would you say that like God just like dropped all that into your lap? Um, I think that, I think that if you look at the way things have gone mm-hmm. in my life, and it's not just like one thing, I don't think any of this would have been possible if I hadn't have gotten this job doing a morning show for The Edge, you know, however many years ago. And <clears throat> because really what you could do is you could take it all the way back to when I got into radio. And now it's like, I consider it all a blessing. I do. Okay. I do. I think this is all. And I can see that. I see what you're saying. Like the idea. Yeah. Because him it's not directing just one your steps and like, yeah, yeah right. You know? Like I wouldn't be where, I wouldn't be in the brewery that I'm in right now, if not for Christian radio and meeting the people that I've met and making the connections. And so I understand that. Yeah. So I think it's like a long thing. And I do think that, I do think that the things that we get are are blessings Mm -hmm. and, and I think God allows things too. You know, God allows bad things happen sometimes. Yeah. 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 I think, you know, I saw a quote the other day. It said, we're one decision away from changing our whole life. Mm. And it's so true. If you look back, and we decided to go left, you know, down this road instead of right. And that can, that could completely change your life, good or bad, mm-hmm. but it could change it. And so when I look at wanting to be a firefighter, I don't think God pushed me towards that. I think I took steps towards having a conversation with a good friend who's a firefighter. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wow, I never, let me think about this and pray about it. And then I just got completely obsessed with it going, I think this is what I want to do. Mm. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a shot and I'm going to, I'm going to do this program at the fire Academy and see if this is truly what I want to do. Holy crap. I want to do this. So what is it going to take to get it done? And I just remember, cause I've been struggling financially. It's been hard yeah. because of the divorce that I was going through. And, and there was just times where I was just, I was struggling and without family and friends, man, I don't, I don't know where I would be because, oh my gosh, but I've literally been in situations where I'll get a text or a message on Facebook and it's people that I've met before, but they're like, hey, we're over at Albertsons. Can you meet us? We have something for you. Whoa. And I go over there and they hand me 200 bucks 
And I just completely broke down crying because I'm like, I literally almost didn't have enough gas to get here. Right. And I just asked my mom yesterday for gas money and she was broke. So it was like, I'm like, that's God. Yeah. Like, dude, thank you so much for the 200. Yeah. Here's your drugs. It's incredible, man. How it works. but (laughs) But that's how like, I know that, you know, God is right there, you know, like it's, it's, but I'm taking the steps. I got to put the work in no matter what, you know, God's not going to carry me through it. He's going to be with me, but I got to put the work in. I got to fail. I got to go through pain. And that's exactly what I've been going through at the fire Academy is fucking pain. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and like, it's hard, but I know it's going to be so beautiful. Yeah. So amazing. And I'm so excited. What if he dies in a fire like three weeks out? That's epic. what he wants to do. How oh, epic would God, that be? He that said he be... wants to die saving a baby so, from a fire. So dumb. As long as you get the baby out. I that's know, but it's like you're talking about how like you can't wait to see what he does. And it's like, and he's crispy. That's <laughs> you imagine? Because that really, that's the thing is what I'm learning really about being a firefighter. <laughs> it's there's really not a lot of fires. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's, it's a lot of, you know, car accidents and, you know, just drug, drug addicts, overdoses, they, yeah. stuff like that. Yep. So that's what I'm really... I. That's what I'm scared about the most is like, yeah. I've never been put in a situation where I've seen a little kid oh, who's God. dead and I have to try to bring back to life. Right. I've never seen a drug addict have an overdose. I've never been in that situation. So you know, I don't even spotting? know. Watch train spotting. I mean, that's, we the, gotta, only, that's the only thing I know. He doesn't need train spotting. He's already seen it with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. What are you talking about? Oh man. But I'm learning, amazing. I'm learning. It does take such an amazing special person to do that job. Yeah. And I don't know if I can do it yet well, because I haven't been put in that situation yet. You'll be fine. Sarah, when she started doing, she's an OR nurse. She works in an yeah. operating room and her first couple of days in there, she's like, yeah, I got lightheaded. I wasn't used to that. And it's just something you get accustomed to. Ugh. Well, yeah, you get no accustomed way. to, but also the PTSD that, you know, that... People that work in bring it know, all the way back around working in a church, the sure. PTSD. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, my just bring it back. My bring uncle back. Rick, he was a flight nurse uh, for 30 years in Las Vegas. You know, and just dealing with those horrific well, accidents. Well, flight nurses. I mean, that's you see the worst of the worst. Sure. Um, he is 65 years old, and he has p- severe PTSD. He wakes up at night with night terrors, yeah. screaming. You just yelling about things that he had seen and from his past. I mean, it haunts him to this day. So it's, it's, it's a real thing that people in that industry go through. And if they don't get the right help, if they don't really try and it could be devastating. And now he just sits there and he, he stares off into space. He's 65 years old and he doesn't even know where he's, he's at. like, half the time. will these two fatties make a love connection? Well, we'll be back to let you know in two and two podcast is brought to you by Waterstone mortgage and the Bowen team. If you guys are possibly thinking about buying a house, the most important thing you can do is work with a mortgage lender who knows what the hell they're doing. I have to tell you after doing this for five years, it's, probably one of the single most important things you can do besides hiring a good realtor. Michael Bowen from Waterstone Mortgage, this guy's a pro. He's been doing it for like 30 years. He's one of the top mortgage brokers in New Mexico. And I actually personally use this guy a lot. He's actually done a personal house for me, but then I always have no problem referring this guy to other people. So if you're a first-time home buyer, if you're trying to buy a luxury property, you want to buy an investment property, 
whatever you can think of, this guy can help for sure. Give Michael Bowen a call from Waterstone Mortgage, 505-259-8326. That's 505-259-8326. NMLS number 214602. Michael Bowen at Waterstone Mortgage. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Pure Life Medical Cannabis. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I said it, medical cannabis. If you are a card holder here in the state of New Mexico, you want to go with the best. You got to go with Pure Life. Being a medical card holder, I can tell you these guys probably have the largest variety of strains out of any of the dispensaries that I've seen here in New Mexico. Uh, they've got stores in Las Cruces, T or C. There's, they have like six stores all around this. These guys are known for their high quality medicine, exceptional service. Their staff is super friendly. Uh, they've got edibles, chocolates, gummies, candies. They also carry Bloom vape pens. Now, the cool thing about the Bloom vape pen, these things are laboratory tested as being safe, so you don't have to worry about any nonsense with that. And then all of their product is actually grown in this multi-million dollar state-of-the-art facility that they had built just for their medicine. So if you are a card holder, if you're a medical cannabis card holder, you have to go and check out the people over at Pure Life. Six locations to choose from. PureLifeNM.com is the website. Make sure you tell them Buck and Dex sent you. Well, here it is, the beginning of a brand new era on our show. That's how I feel about like leaving radio. I still, to this day, I'm like... Was it the right decision? Which direction is it going to lead my life into? Because right. it's been crazy so far. Really? Oh, yeah. Do you love it? Do you love working at the brewery? Oh, yeah. I love that aspect of it, but I can definitely recognize that one decision led to a lot of other steps in my life. Like when I when I left, my wife was so excited because she was like, this is going to change your schedule and this is going to change our relationship and this is going to change everything and we're going to get back on track. And I was like, I don't work for a church anymore so I can divorce you. This is going to be great. <laughs> So we had completely different ideas about that. So yeah, I'm just saying, you never know. Do you have anything, is this something you can see yourself doing for, for a while or is it? With, with the company I'm with. Yeah. I, I don't think I would have left for any other like brewery or cause it was like, I love beer, but it, it was more so about the mission, the mission and yeah. working for somebody who was like, Hey, I, I uh, happen to love Jesus and broken people. So I want to use all of these hundreds of thousands of dollars that we have to give back to refugees and widows and orphans and, and actually make a difference in our community. And I was like, Oh, how do you do that? By selling beer? Holy shit. I'm in. So right. I loved it. So that's, that's why I, I don't, but I, I will say um, this summer I'm going to Portland because there's something called the Cicerone, which is like, uh, I don't know how to how to equate it to another industry. Is it like the Kumite? Sure. Yes. <laughs> I'm a level one right now. Yes, it is. There you go. Um, and so I think that there's five levels total. And there's like a, only a handful of like level five Cicerones in the world where it's like, these right. are the guys that know everything about beer. Oh, I thought you were um, talking about like wrapping your hands and like in cloth oh, and dipping dude, them in yeah. glass. And, Absolutely. And then some people just dip them in rocks. That's so, like level two. <laughs> level two, yes. I'm going, level two is like live in person. It's like a lot of money to take the test. You only get to do it once and if you fail, you have to pay to do it again Sounds like live in person somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and so... I'm going to be doing that, but that could lead to, you know, if for whatever reason I wasn't a part of the industry or the company that I'm with, I don't see myself not being there. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm just dug in. I'm, a, I'm, I love it, but 
Who knows? Yeah, because I, I can see you opening up your own brewery someday. I've huh. kind of always seen that with my you, brother's you know? already like on that kick yo dude check it out I you and scott saw yeah. real estate bro jeter brothers brewery bro we got to do this yeah and i'm like no honey and beer you guys could sell honey, honey and, and beer. beer yeah my brother scotty's pond hive scotty's pond hive that'll be fifty dollars <laughs> yeah. and if you'd like to advertise on the buck index podcast I'm sorry. This is called the morning invasion. Yeah, <clears> it's really it. the bucking next. So what, how old is Luke now? He just said 14, oh bro. Gosh. Yeah, I know. And, and Jack is 16, 16. Got a girlfriend. Oh God. Oh, so he's got a, an official girlfriend. Yeah. First time, first time ever. We had to have that conversation and just, yeah, talk it out. And yeah. So He's, it's weird though. Kids are weird these days. I remember being 14, 15 and 16 and like stealing my mom's car and going out and wanting to be away. He has had his provisional license forever. He could have a driver's license. He just has to do like night driving and all these different driving around town with like me or Chrissy or whatever. And he's lazy AF. Like he does not care. Yeah. It's weird to it's me. It's not a priority. Not at all. Yeah. Like, yeah, but, well, that's, I guess if you're they not. they can FaceTime. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right? I'm like, what the hell? Like, For us, we didn't, we just wanted to get out of the house. Yeah. Because all there was was TV. I don't get it, man. Although I will say I'm okay with it because my kids are much better than I was at that age. I, last weekend, I got a, a day off and had to escape um, my brain and my my house and my life. And I drove up to Las Vegas, New Mexico, where I grew up and spent the night in the hotel that I like lived in and grew up in. And it was like, speaking of PTSD, like really weird, like pulling into town and going, well, there's the police station where I first got arrested. And uh, there's League, sorry. Buck's phone who that's going off. Right. And... There's the basketball court where I first shot hoops. And I, I just remember, I was that kid, 13, 14, 15. I had already had sex. I was like, that's where I smoked weed for the first time. Like, just a completely different human being and was never home versus my kids who just want to be at home. Like, we were building an, a, a puzzle yesterday. Yeah. We've been building a puzzle for two days, like thousand piece puzzle. That's, that's all they want to do. They want to hang out. They want to watch... Uh, sports together and I'm like this is it's cool yeah. I'm not complaining it's just a weird culture that we're well, leading and, you into. know you grew up with I mean you didn't you didn't grow up with a father you yeah know, I don't know mom. if you guys knew this my dad died when I was six I can't old. believe I brought that up <laughs> I did I did I know I'm, Jeez, I'm surprised we, are, wow. we talk about that holy shit a couple of minutes that's yeah. crazy <laughs> wow um, but uh, uh, the church my dad died dude yeah <laughs> But uh, I mean, that that goes to show you too, you and Chrissy have done, and I will say this, you guys are amazing parents. I know you're not perfect and I know that it's, but it's, you guys are such good parents and that shows in your kids, man, Man. no matter what. Yeah, exactly. See, I've I've done something good. So now I'm going to go be destructive everywhere else. (laughs) That's kidding. Yeah. It's, it's, it is crazy to think, you know, how old our kids are getting because it, Holy crap. They, they have their a, own worlds. Now. An 18 year old son who vapes, <laughs> you know, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we were upstairs before and I was, I was eating my Burger King $50 and, uh, there was a coaster and he's like, I got that at Disneyland like a decade ago. Yeah. yeah. My God. Took Trey for his 13th birthday. 13th birthday. No. And I was going, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> That's an old coaster. You should wash it. <laughs> <laughs> I throw them in the dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's crazy. But it, it that's one thing that I, I keep staring at also is our kids and how now like they're at a point in their brains where this is where their life story begins. Like where they're so impressionable, but at the same time, like these are the moments that are going to lead them to what they do next, which yeah. is crazy. One, I think, you know, one of the, I, I think I did pretty well as a parent this last time I visited my, my son, Caleb, who's 18 and he's vaping now. Um, <laughs> Just you like know, uncle Buck. Right. Yeah. He learned it by watching you, Buck. He yeah. did. Man, what a dick. Um, <laughs> at least it's not cigarettes. That's true. That's so true. Yeah, that's true. I smoked a couple weeks ago for the first time in like 20 years. Wow. And that was some shit. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. Ugh, I hated it. I hated it. I bought a pack of, like, I was at a dive bar and there was like an actual cigarette machine. Yes. Nice. And I was like, I got to do this. $8. Jesus. So, like, <laughs> got it. And I smoked like, a tenth of one cigarette was like, <laughs> and just stuck them on top of the machine, walked away. It was disgusting. Anyways, best Anyways, eight bucks you ever spent. Parent. Sorry, good parenting. Good parenting. Um, Nevada, go. <laughs> he took no, him to the cabaret. I. <laughs> he vapes. Right, he vapes. Um, I think you know, as parents, you know, a lot of times we we can we can be so quick to point out what they're doing wrong. Oh, yeah. instead of you know what. Just live your life, man. You're 18. You're an adult now. He knows what's right and wrong for yeah. the most part. You know, he knows well, that mean, vaping isn't good. Is legal there. Yeah, so. It is legal, actually. Yeah, <laughs> should look into that. Do you have to be 21 or 18 to go to the ranch? I know, right? But, um, I'm like, I don't have. No but uh, you know, when I got to hang out with them for a few days, I didn't one time bring up his vaping. Yeah. I didn't call him out on anything. Good. I just loved on him yeah. and enjoyed him. And when I left, I got, I got a call from, from his aunt and his aunt was saying, he just loved the fact that you didn't call him out on cool. anything that was going yeah. on in his life. And you know, that made me really think about how as parents, sometimes we can get, we can get stuck in that, like pointing the finger and right. like, want, I need you to do this, or I want you to do this. And, and just pointing out what they're doing wrong when, Man, hopefully at that—I mean, at that age, you, hopefully you've 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 taught them yeah. what's right and wrong. Yeah, and there it's up to them now to make those mistakes and to grow from them, you know, and yeah. just be there when they fall. And and uh, no, I think that's—I I, my kids are so great, man. I I oh gosh, Jaden is my daughter's uh, sixteen. Whole. Landon is six foot two, wears a size twelve what? foot. It's eighth grade. He needs to hang out with Jack. Jack's yeah. playing varsity basketball I know, now. I'm watching those videos, he's Crazy. looking great on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yep. Now it's, we just, we just die now. We're just at that. We're, it, on the, we're on, we're on, we've, I feel like we're over the hill now. We're just going to yeah. coast. You know, what's weird is we look fantastic and we've got like kids that are venturing out on their own and Buck looks like he's 90 and he's got like three year olds. Is that weird? It is a little weird. It's a little weird. Okay. Well, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I don't look 90. Steve and I look like we're in our 20s. We look like we're in our 20s. And it's only we're because like, you're gray. It, it really we're is. like fucking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We are Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Pretty much. Mike and Martin Scorsese over okay. here <laughs> with like six-year-olds. It's crazy. I'm just kidding. You're more uh, uh, you're more De Niro, if you're anything. So Okay. Yeah. Uh, how is it uh, as far as, you know... Being so old with young children. Right, I'm not that old. <laughs> because honestly, I can't... I, I can imagine... Like, I would definitely have another kid. Ooh. I would. 
Gross. I would have another kid. Oh. Um, it would, you just want to have sex. Don't lie. No. <laughs> no <laughs> not I, like I, you're not now anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, would have another, I would have another kid. Um, Speechless. <laughs> but I know that it's, it, it's fucking hard. God, and so I can't imagine, Buck, you know, I mean, you're, you are, um, you're almost 50. Four, six, and seven. Oh gosh, you're, is it is it tough? Oldest is is it stressful? My youngest, that's crazy. How huh? are you feeling these days with the kids? I feel fine. Yeah, I mean it's hard, but yeah, you know life's hard. Yeah, yeah, but it's easier without kids. No oh, doubt yeah. about it. Oh yeah, it is. It's sure. less satisfying though. I think. Yeah. Oh dude, my son stole the ball a couple weeks ago in a like semifinals game and charged down and boom layup and. Ah! It was greatest. just like, yeah. I didn't teach him shit, but that was amazing. Yeah, those little moments, man, oh. you're just like, it's all worth it. All yeah. of the shit that they put you through, it's just <laughs> right? worth it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. So how old will you be when your youngest is, when Cash is 18? 83. So he's what? He's four now, <laughs> He's right? four. Okay. So 14 years from now. 14 years from now. I'll be 63. Wow. Oh. That's, you know what? That's not be, that old. I'll be 49 this year. It's not that old. 63 is really not that old. No, it's not. Dude, Jerry Lewis was having kids the new when 45. He was, he was having newborns when he was like in his late 60s. I know. I interviewed him right before he died. Remember? He died? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Wait, what? You don't remember that? No. It was very sad. It was very no. sad. Very sad. R.I.P. Yeah. He, he was a good Steve. friend of mine. He loves <laughs> he, Steve. He did. <laughs> did you really interview him? Yeah, totally. How, I'm sure no, you can I, find that somewhere <laughs> on the internet. Was yeah. it you? No, I did a stupid <laughs> He did. Oh, took, it was incredible. I, I took uh, I took his you know little audio bites of Jerry and then pieced it together of me interviewing him about, about me. Steve-O. Oh my God. And he's this was, grumpy old man who's was, just pissed at the world. Yeah. <laughs> and he's yelling and screaming. And, One of the better things he ever did. It was amazing. Oh, it was so funny. Anyway. Yeah. I'll have to look that one up. You yeah. will. It's all on the internet. You know? <laughs> it's all on the internet. I'll be 52 when my youngest is 18. Wow. Jeez, man. That's crazy. Ew. Okay. Yeah. Then I'll start living. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This was very uplifting, just like I said it was yeah. going to be. <laughs> we were sitting upstairs in my living room having a conversation before we started the podcast. I, I know, just, man. I looked at these guys and I was like, well, this is going to be a fucking hoot. I feel like you have more to say to Steve-O and I about church. Go ahead. Oh, God. I don't, man. <laughs> I don't want to leave today without... Where's the uh, guitar? I don't, I don't okay. have a, I don't have you know a what though? Let me let me let me say something. I just I just honestly I think that what you guys are describing or what you were describing, it's I should say, personal is personal. Absolutely, it's really directed at an organization or organizations. Okay, maybe organizations, mega churches, mega churches. Why not? And style of church. And and I think what you're doing is you're doing a disservice to the people out there who really are trying to do good things in their community. Yeah. They're trying to help the people that go to their church. You yeah. think we're doing a disservice? Because honestly, I think we're... Hey, hey, you asked me. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I'm saying, no. I think categorizing it the way you did is doing a disservice You're to right. the people out there. Generalizing church across the board. Generalizing yeah, correct, church across the board. I believe that. we corrected You can go yeah. back and listen to the podcast where we corrected it. I will. Yeah, because yeah, you called us out on that and you yeah. absolutely... I like, own it that yeah. it's me. I'm a grumpy person. What I was literally about to say is I recently rewatched Won't You Be My Neighbor, the documentary on Fred Rogers, and it reminded me how incredible humans can be in the name of Jesus. He was one of the most remarkable human beings that ever walked He was the a earth. good dude. 
And he did it all for the glory of God. And so I know, I mean, we said this, there are so many human beings who are doing amazing things, but those are individuals, not necessarily organizations. Yeah. I think it has to be personal. Yeah. I, I will tell you right now, though, I go crazy when I'm driving on the freeway. I won't say what church, but there's billboards right now. And it's like, Jesus hated religion, too. And I'm like, you're a fucking religion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a religion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's I, I can't do it. It's not a re, it's not a religion. It's a relationship built within a religion yeah. so i don't know yeah i don't think he he hated religion as much as people think i think he came to complete the law just people yeah right <laughs> yeah he did hey look at that we're in good company jesus have you guys uh watched that messiah on netflix yet? i have no i haven't yet but i i actually watched like four episodes last did you night. really yeah see i can't this is what sucks about being in this place i'm in you, you need I can't you you need can't. to I'm telling you right now, you need to watch it. Can I borrow your Netflix? Because I, my Netflix got hacked. I called them up and they were like, we need the debit card on file. But it was like two debit cards ago because I've had Netflix for 18 years. And uh, so they said, sorry, we can't confirm your account. And they deleted my account. You can just sign up for a new account. I'm like, I'm not signing up for a new account. I quit you, Netflix. I don't even pay for Netflix. I think T-Mobile actually pays mine. Yeah, I I realize I have T-Mobile, and apparently that's a thing. So yeah, you get free Netflix. So I have to watch it now. Do you know how long it took me to listen to that stupid Kanye album that everybody's going off on because it was a Jesus album? This isn't a Jesus show, it's and this is this album. isn't a Christian no. type of no. cheesy. Okay, nope. good. Didn't look like it was. No, it didn't. So is it? So is it basically if Jesus came back in modern day? Nope. Okay, so. I mean, like you, Book of Eli, good. You could probably, I just showed that to my boys. You could probably good. interpret it that way if you wanted to. But like when I was watching it, I was like, "Is this Jesus? Is this supposed to be Jesus?" Yeah, and it's it's not. But it's not Jesus. Oh, it's the false prophet. Well, is it the know. Antichrist? I don't know. If That's it's, what I'm saying. I don't know yeah. if it's the if it's. Old, Does he have the six 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 on? I don't know if it's AC or not, but I don't <laughs> think it is. <laughs> he looks like Jesus, bro. No, he looks like Saeed from Lost. You know what? Which call. also looks like Jesus. Terrible show. <laughs> what? Yeah. God. Yeah. yeah I we should have started it. with that. You're crazy. Yeah. We're already an hour into this. We oh, can't okay. even start Let's, doing that. Okay. At this we can't. Point. Damn it. Because now I want to talk J.J. Abrams and like Rise of Skywalker. And oh my right. gosh. I just watched it the oh other day. Oh my. Good, right? It was so good. It was I, so I ha- good. Listen, all of you that are listening right now that thought yeah. that movie sucked. What did you expect? Sucked, you guys are fucking morons. Sorry, sorry. You've seen it? No, you? I haven't seen it. Oh my I gosh. I, that's my biggest gripe are the trolls right now, like the political trolls and the Star Wars trolls and the Jesus trolls. And I just hate Facebook, I think. Yeah. And I think that's just people like, they have always, they're the type of people that want to find something. I don't get it because I but thought there that was movie nothing was wrong brilliant. Because I watched uh, I watched the, the last two yeah. and then went and watched oh this one. Oh my God. And it was so perfect. I bawled like an hour straight. Oh my gosh. There was a couple of times where I yeah. kind of lost it. I don't want to ruin anything, so I can't say it. Yeah, then the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Oh my God. I'm two episodes. Oh. I'm one episode in. What? No. Well, I wanted to wait I've, for them all to get uh, out. You know who our okay. first guest was? Uh, Yeah. The mustache guy. Tate Fletcher. Yes, Tate Fletcher. Tate Fletcher. The guy that you see immediately in the Mandalorian, which is hilarious because I he I sat still, exactly where you were sitting. That's amazing. I want to lick the couch. and, <laughs> but only because he gets his head blown off by John Wick, who is my favorite human in existence. Yeah, he did. Keanu Reeves, I love you. I can't wait for Bill and Ted three. 
He's a terrible actor. You son of a bitch. He is, he a is terrib- my favorite actor of he, all time. You know, it's so funny. I'm not it's even like, being funny right now. They're, ta- they're, they're talking about trying to get him into Marvel as, as an Avenger somehow, like making him, tying him in somehow. Yeah. And he's not going to have any lines. It's perfect. Oh, it's like, God. it's going to be John. He's Wick my favorite or- actor of all time. I'm not even kidding. He's my favorite. He's a terrible actor. We That's, showed our boys. No, you're not. out of your mind. We showed we showed the boys I'm not out of my mind. We Keanu showed Reeves the boys Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Why do you think Keanu? Why do you think that John Wick works so well? Because he barely says anything, and it's an amazing. He doesn't need to say an amazing action movie. It's even harder to act without words. No, it's not. It is. No, it is. No. He's not a terrible actor. He's, he's an not. awful actor. Okay, okay. but okay, here's Devil, what I can say. This is what I can say. Devil's advocate. I don't think he's a I don't think you think he's a terrible actor. I don't think you like to look at him or even the way that he cuz I think he is who he is. When yeah. you see him in interviews and stuff, it's exactly how he is in movies. Mm-hmm. So how is he a terrible actor? He's a terrible actor. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Awful actor. Point Break. Terrible actor. God. Great stories. Dang. Don't get me wrong. Amazing story. <sighs> Terrible actor, though. No way, man. Devil's yeah. Advocate was a great film. He did a good job in that. Toy Story 4. I haven't seen it. What? Yeah. Sorry. You you have the children of the age to see that movie. Hey, man. They control what they watch on Disney+. Plus. I wow. don't pick. Wow. Yeah. Love you, Keanu, if you're listening. Favorite. He'll, favorite ne- he'll never do our Who's podcast. Who's your favorite now. actor? Uh, male or female? Uh, actor. Sorry, not They're actors. all called actors. <laughs> me too. Hashtag oh, me too guy over there. <laughs> now it's going to be hashtag you two. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, favorite actor, not actor. Favorite male actor. Um, That's weird because I just saw the Golden Globes and I swear they said best actress in a it wasn't drama. Or Ricky Gervais' speech. The greatest brilliant, thing of all Greatest time. thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I didn't like Ricky Gervais, and now I absolutely oh, dude, love that guy. He's my hero. Yeah. Yes, I gotta look up his name. I can't remember. What Did it you see the opening you monologue? Even, you can't yeah, look up the. You have to look up the name of your I, favorite actor. I just actor. recently got a new favorite actor. It's Joaquin. Can I tell Phoenix. you who mine is? Joaquin Phoenix was amazing in The Joker. That film is brilliant. I saw it three times at the movie theater and was like, "I'm gonna murder people." Driver is my huh? favorite, favorite person ever. Driver? Yeah, bro. Frank Grillo. <laughs> Mini driver, <laughs> Frank Grillo, Adam driver, driver, dude. Oh, Adam, oh, driver. driver. I didn't hear Adam. Okay, he, I just he, you just said he did he just, he just driver. driver. So I, I was thinking that. Frank Grillo. Because, you guys would know because he couldn't about. remember kind of his first name. Star yeah, Wars. He was like favorite favorite Adam actor Driver, in the bro. World. He is so good. I've been watching a lot of these like independent like. Did you watch films? the Marriage Story or whatever? Yes. Oh man, what is it? Yes, Marriage Story. And I will say it was a piece of crap, but the acting was amazing. I thought I was watching real people. <laughs> yeah. Like, I hated the movie, but the acting was... He's so good. Yeah. He's brilliant. Oh, I know. I know. He was a Marine. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't really go to war, though. No, he didn't go to war, but he was still a Marine. He was, but... Millions didn't do of... much. There's probably a bunch of Buck and Dex Army guys that are like, whoa, bro, <laughs> I'm a fucking Marine. <laughs> I didn't go really to cool, war. Though, if he actually still a fought, Marine. Though, I mean, it would have yeah. been really cool. <laughs> <laughs> he did go to war with the Rebels. Yeah, he did. In Rise of Skywalker. Yes, he did. Gosh, okay. Favorite, favorite actor. Billy Crudup. Who's that? You had to look up Billy Crudup. I forgot his name. Yeah. Who's that? He's, he's the amazing. priceless guy, the Mastercard priceless voice. Oh, he's actually a really, oh, the, really is it good. Because you're actor. watching the morning show. Yeah, I just his his personality and like mannerisms in that show. I was like, 
I know why he's his favorite actor. Why? Honestly. Because uh, he was Dr. Manhattan in the Watchmen movie. Yes, he was. And uh, Buck loves blue penises. <laughs> There's a lot of blue penis in that movie. I did. And lo- he was like, man, I did love, right up my alley. I did love the Watchmen. <laughs> Dude, that series, the Watchmen is awesome. I haven't seen the series. Awesome. Can I borrow your really? HBO? Yeah, I got logged out of your HBO on God, my man. Apple TV. I don't have that anymore. I have somebody else. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> But do you have something you can trade? Do you have like Hulu or something? Uh, what do you What do you have? I we'll Disney, trade. I got Disney Plus. I already have that, dude. Dude, come on. I don't know. Come on. We'll bro. talk. All just, right. just go buy a Amazon box. That's all you need. I know. Yeah. Never mind. I, I don't want to talk about. We that. already had this conversation before. I mean, I know. Well, am I allowed to talk about what you sent me? Can I talk about this? Uh, <laughs> exactly, no. Exactly. No. So I don't want to talk about. that. I won't. Okay. Okay. Oh, we'll talk. We'll talk later. We'll talk later. I guess we're done. Oh, <laughs> where are you going, bro? Buck, Buck just got up. I guess we're done. That's okay. I got to be somewhere at two anyway. So. Yeah. so, is it already two o'clock? <laughs> so we've been talking. Wow. No, we've only been on for an hour. It's fine. Hmm. Yeah, Billy Crudup. Yeah. No, incredible. Favorite actor. female actor. I like uh, Jennifer Connelly. Oh yeah, Labyrinth. She's really, really talented. Mm-hmm. Isn't she, is she in uh, Messiah? Or is that? Am I thinking? I don't think else? so. She was in no. like uh, Beautiful Mind. She was in that. Mm-hmm. What was that Labyrinth. movie? She's in something recently though. <laughs> what was that movie with uh, Leo DiCaprio? Or there was a Blood Diamond. Is that what Never it was saw it. Yeah, yeah. She was in that. Uh, she's a good actor. Yeah. yeah, she's married to Paul Bettany, who's the Vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Favorite actress. Hmm. Yeah, I'm having a hard time coming up with a favorite actress. Yeah. I'm sure you'll probably say something like Scarlett Johansson or something like no, that. Why? Well, I mean, I don't know. I do love ScarJo. I do like Kate. I mean, Kate Beckinsale. I will but. tell you right now. I still follow uh, JLH on uh, the old Instagrams, and every time she posts anything, I weep. She's on uh, Cameo. She's on nine one one. Also, why? I don't get that. Why are some of those celebrities that you know have lots of money? Why Cameo? Maybe like, they don't have lots of money. Yeah, I mean. You, it's possible. Maybe they got into drugs. Yeah, but that she's a, on cameo. She is. Yeah, she, that just seems weird to me. My birthday is July sixteenth. I know. Okay. Hmm. Just saying. Stephen Christian's on cameo. Uh, Have you talked to him recently? No, yeah, I haven't either. Are you guys aren't BFFs anymore? I mean, he's like out there doing his thing, and he'll like my posts every once. Yeah, in a while, we but, t- we yeah. talked not too is long. Is he touring ago. with Amberlynn again? Yeah, they're doing stuff. So they just had a show uh, at the oh house. My God, what's Calvary doing for worship? What? He left like two years ago. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. When did he leave? When Amberlynn got back together. Yeah. It was, he, it's probably been about two years, huh? Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Which really? was which was why, like, yeah. Does he At still least, live here? No. No. He sold his house? He Florida. He Florida went back to Florida years ago. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I could give you his address. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I could give you his phone number, which is hilarious because it, it, he's just been the, a friend long enough that I had to remember phone numbers because we didn't have smartphones. Oh, yeah. So, I and he still has the same phone number. Hmm. 863. I'm just kidding. I didn't know he left. Yeah, he left like two years ago, man. I swear I just saw him at Nordstrom with his wife like three years ago. Like <laughs> <laughs> six months ago or something. Yeah, no. No. yeah, it's probably a little over a year that they left. I don't know if it's been quite it's, been It hasn't been two years. There's no way. It's been a while. I it's saw a him. Half. It's been about a year and a half. Dude, yeah, because I've been gone. It's January. I left radio eight months ago. Eight months ago. Wow. Yeah. No, you're right. We're coming up on the year. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. 
January. Yeah. yeah. Eight months. It's been eight months since we did a radio show. Yeah. So it's- I still go back and watch the last episode on YouTube sometimes. Do you really? I've got it pretty much memorized. I really miss it. That's not sad. What? <laughs> it's hard. I do. I really miss radio from time to time, but I just don't miss where we were at. Yeah. We had a really, no, and I do too. We had a really good yeah. show. Uh, I don't Dex miss radio. I'll never. The best I'll never. Show he ever did. I'll so. never. Well, best show ever. I don't know that uh, I could ever work another job working for somebody ever again. Mm. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm serious. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I get it. You know, we're in your gorgeous house, and you have all the money in the world, and you're Dude, making you your own hours. You guys you knock son it of off. A bitch. My house is a normal house in a normal neighborhood. <laughs> we're on the third level right now, guys. He's on the third. We're level on the sun deck private, right now. In it's his not private the third studio. level. It's called the sun deck. Sorry, my bad. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cool. got a basement. In Definitely, it, so will always work for somebody hey, else. Bring some more crystal. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. He's not joking. Crystal Spring. <laughs> wow. God. No, I get what you're saying because, you know, I'm still doing the Uber and Lyft driver thing. Yeah. Ugh, it sucks. But um, I don't have to, I don't have a boss. Yeah. And it's the, it's one of the most amazing things, not having to show up at a work and, mm-hmm. and somebody's watching you and you have to follow these rules. And, and uh, so I get what you're saying, Buck. It's that, that is, I think, what everybody should have that goal is to is to be independent be able to go out there and make money without having to work for the man you know what i'm saying yeah. cuz that's yeah. hard yeah. especially in radio we were very blessed to have a long career in radio and you know they let us yeah, do we they let us they gave us a lot of freedom too. yeah but that last 4 years was pretty stressful it's like every it day was. you wake up wondering yeah. when you're going to get fired and you know when the axe was going to fall and yeah no it kind of sucked that's that's exactly why I decided it wasn't you know, different in not Christian to do radio. it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Felt the same way. Felt the same way. Yeah. Like I better get another job. So no, it's but I, it's weird too because doing this podcast, it's. It, I think this podcast is therapeutic. I mean, today didn't feel very therapeutic for me. Oh, it felt very therapeutic. <laughs> it felt, I, I felt you, really I good. Fantastic. Yeah. After you guys feel yeah. like you emptied <laughs> like yourselves. I God, I just yeah, I feel so great. No, but it's I do miss. I will miss doing a radio show because it is different than just doing this podcast. You know? We're just, we're just talking. It's yeah, but this is, that's all we did before too. But I it mean, was an art. There was an art to it as agreed. far as, you know, like yeah, running the sound boards and going to commercial breaks and timing things out and having things planned right out. Questions. Now it's just like, we just, we just jump on and we just, we just say the F word, wing the it, piss everybody off. And it seems like everybody loves what we're doing as far as what, but the feedback we've gotten is like people really like it. And I thought that it would be, I didn't think people would grab a hold of it like they did because I thought it would be too different than what we used to do. Well, they still want things. I mean, we're still going to do things like, yeah. you know, once we find a good sacrificial person, he's going to be our Dilbert probably. And <laughs> right. We'll play Buckethead trivia with him, you know, just for fun. And uh, we might try this new one that I thought of, the Waffle House Challenge. The Waffle, really? The Waffle House? Yeah, you House? have okay. to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House. Oh, my God. And every every waffle that you eat, 
you subtract an hour of how long you have to stay there. Oh, dude, I get out of there in like two hours. You couldn't eat 24 waffles in two hours. Oh, you want to fucking bet? I do, I do want to bet. Steve was thrown down. It I sounds like. I'll eat two pizzas and not even break a sweat. Dude. Large pizzas. I think you okay. found your candidate. Okay. I think you found your Seriously. candidate. You do look like you've gained a little bit of weight. So I, uh, do you know what? See it in your I, face. I actually Steve-o, have. Have you? Steve-o's still skinny yeah. as hell, but he has yeah. gotten. Little, you know how I, I. He was just looking at your midsection when he was. Said that. I know. But I you're know. still skinny. That's what sucks. He's still you're skinny, skinny fat. What's crazy <laughs> is I gained weight and then I started uh, the brewery stuff and I've I've lost weight since being there because I haul kegs and it's like always on my feet and I don't eat much. So I'm going to do this waffle challenge. I'm not even joking. I'll be your out. Okay. I'm your you're, huckleberry. You're huckleberry. Hell yeah. All right. Dude, we're doing this. We'll have to have some kind of wager. Gosh, now I want to listen to your podcast. I'm like, I'm eight episodes behind. I'll catch up. You're (laughs) you're six episodes behind. No, I'm eight because I'm like negative two on ever listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you. I guess I've I've heard all of these different podcasts you've been a part of. I haven't once listened to, but I haven't even listened to our podcast. And I usually would do that. I used to always be kind of like anal as far as like wanting things perfect and the way that I want them. I feel like I've grown a lot. I've kind of just like, or you just here you go. Quit. Yeah. Or yeah. you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, with the technology now, the way that everything is, it's so like you can work very, very smartly yeah. and produce a really great podcast, kind of yeah. like what we're doing. Because when we're done, I mean, we're in an echoey basement right now. Yeah. Like it kind of echoes in here. And by the time we're garage band, by the time we're done, it's going to sound like we're in the studio. That's cool. It really does because we master our stuff and we, you know, do all that. And, and it takes like five minutes to do it. All right. And yeah. And I will say, I don't probably say this enough, Buck, but seriously, thank you for everything you do because I don't do shit. Right. Like I really don't. Cause I've been so stressed with, you didn't even book me. Uh, Your old co-host. I just, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. I yeah, don't, he I don't, didn't. I don't book didn't. anybody. No. I, I, and he's honestly, called, I, he calls me like every week and then he's like, hey, asshole, answer your phone because <laughs> I never answer. No, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> the last the last thing I messaged him, I said, hey, let me ask you a question. And then I sent another text. Why do you suck so bad? Yeah. <laughs> he does the same to thing fair, to me. He always calls me when I'm behind the bar and it's like, you know I'm what? By myself. I don't want to hear your bullshit about um, oh, pouring okay. beers. We have three bars in a liquor store and I can pull out my phone and answer a phone call really quickly. Yeah. Bartending at a show. Let me say, let me say this. Uh, I'm the boss and it's really, really unprofessional to have oh, a cell phone on the floor. I'm the boss too. Yeah. And it's it looks okay. Terrible. No, who cares? What do you, what do you got? Like 23 year olds working behind the bar. Yes. Yeah. It looks like shit. You should fix that. No, I fine. do not like cell phones on the floor. Like at all. Wow, it's you, uh, super you're like unprofessional. Very legalistic about your hell. Job. Yeah, have you I had am. to fire anybody yet? Like full on, just like no. <laughs> what does that mean? No. So when you do it, this is how you do it. Oh no, no, no. That's I just didn't want to talk about it. Of okay. course, yeah. yeah. I will say my staff retention is the best the company's ever had. Yeah. So in all the locations, they don't take advantage Boom. or anything. They're pretty good, huh? I, I've yeah, we've developed a really, really good staff. For me, it was because I got to help hire, and I didn't hire industry people bartenders we do have some of that but i hired good people that i knew i could count on they were dependable you can teach a monkey how to pour bartenders though they're just pouring beer exactly that's what i'm saying so i hired people that i knew had integrity that were yeah and so it was like 
boom. And so I, I just talked to a friend who owned a restaurant in town that just went under. Oh. And the reason why is because he was hiring people yeah. that had the resume, yep. but they their work oh, ethic sucked. Yep. They wouldn't show up. Yeah. Oh, my car broke down. Sorry, I can't make it to work today. And it's just like, you know, and they were lousy at their job. So I can see. No, I have a great crew. I have a really yeah. great crew. I will say New Year's Eve was really stressful because I, though I have a great crew, my lead got really sick and had to go home. And so I was alone on New Year's Eve, closing the bar by myself. And they got, it got a little crazy. Yeah. So it was fun, you know, like talking to people, pouring beers, doing everything. But I was there till almost midnight, like cleaning glassware and yeah. Is it doing uh, all the grunt work? Do you feel any pressure as far as, um, you know, if, if somebody's drinking too much, oh yeah, being I've, responsible I've, for yeah, them oh, yeah. going and getting into a car accident. Yeah, no, no, no. We've I've only had it's a brewery. It's not a bar, so people aren't necessarily there to get trashed. It's also in the middle of nowhere. You have to purpose to go there, yeah. so it's not like you can bar hop your way to it. Um, so I've had very few incidents like that, but when I've had them, I've had to like, yeah, pull on the big boy pants and like, yeah, cut them off, get an Uber for them, do whatever. Yeah. Is there yeah. a two, three beer limit? There's not. Cause that's not the law. That's not the law. Yeah. That's actually not the law in New Mexico. That's something that was made up by, well, I don't want to say. Yeah. The, I think there's actually a law. You can only serve a person two drinks at a time. Yes. That's a law. That's a law. Yeah. At a time. But there's no... Right. So the signs that say two beer. Please respect our three beer limit hour. It's a house rule. That makes sense. So we can implement them and I have had to implement them with uh, high ABV beverages. So like we had a Imperial Stout that was 12%. Yeah. Which is doing a 10 ounce pour of that. And it's like aged in whiskey barrels. So we didn't want anybody to have like, oh, it was incredible. Yeah. Woodford Reserve whiskey barrels, just barrel aging. Yeah. I should have brought some. God, I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't believe you hit, you know, you're supposed to be representing Ex Novo. And, and I didn't bring even bring beer down. at noon. <laughs> Golly, dude. I drink a lot. Tate showed up with a bunch of caveman coffee. and Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, you have a liquor store, though, so you can you can procure it yourself. Do I you can't. carry our stuff? <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. Yes, we That's do. cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we do. <laughs> I, think, I, I think we carry three or four SKUs. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And if you've never been to Ex Novo, the beer, and I'm not just saying this, it is really, really excellent. It's amazing, it's right? It's so good. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked on it. Yeah. So Craft beer is that, I get myself in trouble with craft beer because mm-hmm. it tastes so good, but man, it gets me drunk fast and really <laughs> That's why you have to up. have people watching you. Yeah. So with beer limits. I put the weight on fast if I'm yeah. drinking craft beers. That's why you you drink and then also just run around on your feet all day mm. so that you don't gain that weight. Yeah. Yeah. Balance. 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 Drink a lot of beer. And go for a half mile, half marathon run like Dex <laughs> Yeah, does. I was going to say half yeah. mile won't do much, but yeah. yeah. Half marathon. So go visit Steve-O at Ex Novo in Corrales. But only if you're cool, man, because if you have some stupid question about something I said earlier, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, go in there and, oh. uh, and blast him with questions about, you know. Yeah. You invite him to church. Oh, yeah. He loves that. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Uh, it's good to see you, buddy. It's good to see you, too. Yeah. I was really nervous. I was so nervous. Were you really? Yeah. That's why I kept asking you if like he knew and are, are we sure this is cool? And I was really nervous. Last time we hung out, he was he we, we it was like... Ah, my life sucks oh, and on. I blame Somebody you for it. Actually, I was like, uh, he really does. If I, I really didn't, does. if I was just joking, if I, know I said that, I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. I know you were. Hold I on, hold really on. Know. I need to ask you both a question. Stand by. 
Wait, are you texting us? No, no, no. I'm not texting. Did you, you. write something oh, down? To, like no, somebody messaged me yesterday. Oh, here we go. And I'm supposed to ask you guys about something. Here we go. Okay. Um, I swear she was of age. Wow. Oh man. I'm supposed to talk to you about the cost of health food. What? Oh. Oh. Booty. Okay. It's booty. Okay. So you guys, apparently, you did a show once. <coughs> yep. And you guys were talking about the price of health food. Yes. And how it was super expensive. It's not super expensive. And <laughs> something happened where... We had to go off air. It was one of two times you ever You guys had to go off air show. and that did not make the podcast? What it happened? It did not make the podcast. Yeah. We just got into a fight. We were at completely different. I I was grumpy. It was a buildup. I think it I, was a buildup. I think I felt like I had a buildup of things going on with. He had Steve-o. a lot of shit going on in his life. Plus a lot of things going on in my life. So we both were like at a place where we were like, we were like at the boiling point. Like so, you're talking point. about the price of macaroni at the Whole Foods bar. Well, no, because almost- he was talking about how it was difficult and how it was easier to like eat at McDonald's and stuff versus like eating healthy because it's so expensive. And I'm like, that's bullshit. You just need to meal prep, which is funny because in hindsight, I don't even meal prep. Chrissy was the one doing all the meal prep. So of course it was easy for my life because my wife was doing it all. His was busy being somewhere else entirely. Mm. <laughs> and I, 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 I had to be very careful with what I was about to say. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so he was in a shitty place and I just, I was saying the wrong things and it got heated. Yeah, only, I, we only ever got into two fights, which is funny because the second fight we got into is really the reason I started finding a, another job. I think I remember that. Really? One, actually. Yeah, because you were like, you can't fucking put this on me, bro. You got to live your own life. Because I, I was worried about- to find about, a job? Yeah. It was my fault? Oh, yeah, totally. I'm not even being funny right now. Real life conversation. <laughs> wow. We got into a Look fight. Look at the influence you had on Steve. <laughs> wow. He was, got, you're going to make him move to Houston. <laughs> no, seriously. That's that's literally when I put in I put in for that job the same day we wow. got into that fight because he was really upset and it's true. He was stressed out going through a lot of personal stuff. I was I was showing up to work and some days like he just wasn't showing up to work and so then I'm like producing best ofs like trying to figure shit out or or like get Steven or Justin or somebody to like do the morning show with me because like he was going through the worst time. This was like the peak of shit and I wish I would have been a better friend. I was I was busy like oh man, the show, the show, the show and so one day, I don't even remember how the fight started. We just got into an argument and it was like, he was overwhelmed because I was putting my life on him. Because I'm like, bro, if you if you get fired, then what, what about me? Because this is our show and you don't care. And he was like, you can't, it, like flat out, it was like, you can't put that on me. You have to live your own life and it's not fair. And you're basically like pressuring me and um, you have to do what you have to do. And you're like, like, fuck you then I'm out. No, no, I was just like, wow, no, no. It was like, you are absolutely right. I have been putting so much pressure on you. This isn't going to last forever. I better find a job because I kept going, I have a family. I, and, and that was really douchey. I have a family to take care of. I, you know, and poor Dex is like, doesn't have a family in that moment because it was like, it was just shit. And so I just put too much pressure on him and he blew up and that was it. It was like, you can't put that on me, like make me feel guilty. 
about this place because he was in a place where he he wanted to leave in that moment. And so I was like, this show is going to end. I better find a job because I have to provide for this family. And so that day I put in for the Houston job. Literally that day. Mm. It was crazy. But it wasn't like a screw you Dex angsty thing. It was like a holy shit. Our lives are fucked and this isn't going to last forever. Like we're, we've got to do something because this ship is going down. Like it was sinking. So. Glad you brought that up. Oh no. <laughs> I'm moving to Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> moving to Nashville. <laughs> Dude. Uh, That's funny. So, uh, yeah. Well, all, there you go. All of the questions answered. Now we never have to talk about it ever again. Yeah, I think you know, we did pretty good, though, as far as two yeah. fights, like in three and a half years. Buck and right. I, how many fights did we have over the years? Holy oh, crap. Not to, not really towards the end, you and I. It was the other guy. It was you and Baxter. Yeah, but yeah. You can say his name. It's okay. <sighs> Dude, I really want to. We should bring him in here. Can we bring him in here? <laughs> <laughs> I ran into him at a show, no. and I went up to like say what's up to him, and he totally was like, Gave me like the nod and then I extended my hand and he literally pushed it off with his shoulder and walked away from me. And I was like, dang, yeah, well, what happened there? I want to have, have fun on the podcast. Yeah. You know, this is clearly about, that's why you invited me. This today. is about <laughs> this is about doing fun things like sticking you at a Waffle House for 24 hours. Hell yeah, I'm doing it 24 hours. That's cute. Two hours later, I'm going to be like, shit, who's <laughs> picking up the bill? I, I want to see it. <laughs> How big a waffle are we talking? Yeah, how big? Like, are we talking ego waffles or face-sized waffles? No, 24 Waffle House full waffles. I just regular waffles. I don't, know what, a, how, I don't like, know what that what means. What size of waffle? That's a big waffle. That's a waffle. That big? Dang. Damn, I'm going to be there like 20 hours. <laughs> All right. You up for the challenge? Hell yeah, I'm up for the challenge. You know what we'll do is we'll invite people to come out and join you. <laughs> And they can pay for my next round. No, no, no. Not well. Maybe they, <laughs> sure, sure, they can't. I mean, we have sponsor money. We could probably take care of the waffles. But no, 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 no. Hey, I don't want to. We have twenty seven dollars left. I don't want to waste that. But <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> no, we don't have twenty seven dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it's like nineteen. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> no, that would be cool because yeah. we could have people come out. You know, it's like uh, solidarity. Come yeah. out, sit down, have a waffle with you. Heck yeah! Does that count towards my hours? No. Oh shit. It's waffles that you consume. Wait, wait, wait. But what if I could procure human beings to eat waffles no, for me? No, we're not going to have fucking loopholes and <laughs> all not this a loophole. bullshit. I'm you ahead of time. You have to eat 24 waffles if you want to get out of there. Okay. Or you could just sit there for 24 hours and not eat any <laughs> waffles. <laughs> man, I might get shot, though. Have you ever been to a Waffle House? Oh, That's part of the fun. AF, man. Why do you think you're <laughs> doing it? It's, it's like part of the fun. Riding the city bus. Dude, I'd rather go to like B dubs and like for every blazing wing I eat, I get an hour less because then I, at least I can watch no, sports. Double J is actually going to come in into town, and you can actually, uh, you guys can help us out with this actually. Okay, and give us some beer, but he wants to do the hundred shot challenge. He wants to do a hundred shots of beer, okay. a shot a minute. Let me, let me. I need to talk to him first. Right. In all honesty, I did this the Century Club. Yeah, I did this in college. Yeah. And I woke up the next morning and had a piss ring from my ankles to my neck because I peed the bed because oh, wow. I passed out. <laughs> I don't know if we should be doing it's shit like dude, that anymore. No, he, what are you talking he'll about? Die. It's not, he'll die. It's not the Listen freaking, it's he's not 2005, the, bro. He's the one who, <laughs> no, I'm like, he's the one who brought it up and wants no, to do it. No, 
I'm telling you now. It's not you 2005. You're gonna, and you guys are going to be little bitches you're gonna, to talk them out of it? Yes. Yeah. You're going to no, kill Double J. Because if somebody dies, if somebody dies, that's the end. Like, we're tough. I we're passed done. out drunk so hard that I pissed the bed in my early 20s. It's funny because Buck will say, will mention this all day about doing it, but he will never do it himself. Right. I'd do it. <laughs> you can't do Listen, I, I drink I drink so much beer. I'd die. I'd straight oh, up die. God, he's I'd die if I did that. There's no way I can do it. I have two craft beers and I want to die. Gosh. Hey, we're recording the podcast right now and you're live on here with us, Double J, via my uh, speaker on my phone. So we're in here with Steve-O and Dex and I mentioned to them that you want to do the Century Club with beer. And these two are being the biggest little bitches you've ever seen in your life, right? Dex is like, we can't do that stuff anymore. You're going to kill somebody. And I was like, dude, let me talk to Double him. J is the one who wanted to do this. Give me, give me the phone. Give me the phone. All right. Hey, homie, it's Steve-O. Hey, man. Um, listen, I literally run a brewery and I, I did the Century Club when I was like 22 years old and I passed out drunk and it was the last time i pissed myself while being intoxicated i'm telling you at some point in your life you have to take the tampon out and put on your man panties and just say let's do that you know what no you know what you're right you're absolutely right i can't wait to watch you die i'll miss you that's exactly what the last person said that killed i apologize I apologize for giving a beers fuck. Is a lot. What kind of beer? I will not. I will, beer? I will be I here know, and I will provide wants. the... Bud actually, Light. I don't want to provide the alcohol because then I'll be an accessory to your murder. Yeah. So It's got to be Bud Light. That's the only way I'll do it. Second, on the second, you take one little shot of beer. Now, if it's an IPA, yes, I wouldn't do an IPA. Just like a Bud Light or something like that. That's how you do it. Okay. You don't do it with a strong beer. Uh, no, I, yeah, I know. I did. I think I did it with like Natty Ice or something. Cause <laughs> that's perfect. That's all we could afford at the time. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's gonna. It's gonna hurt, man. It's gonna hurt. So. No, it's gonna hurt because we're all old, old farts now. That's why. But yeah. However, that's true. At some point, you still have to go. You know what? I'm a man. I have my man card. I don't need to get it revoked publicly. So yes, double J. Wow, man card, <laughs> reach, dude. Yeah, even two on two here. Oh my god! Bitch out before you start. All right, dude. All right. Buck and Double J Can't sound wait. so douchey I, right now. Dude, they are. They are. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Here we I'm, I'm giving you back to your man friend. Oh, man. <laughs> Said every fraternity you, guy. Can I be here for that? I want to be okay. here for that every one because fraternity. it'll be two on Listen, two. He's the one. He called me after yeah. he listened to one of our episodes and yeah. he was talking to us, talking to me about it. And he was like, okay, when I come to town, I want to do this. Yeah. And you I was like. You wanna, you, it's basically hazing. I was like, Okay. What did we do to all the Dilberts? What yeah, was the gauntlet? That was, you know what? We dodged a lot of bullets. Legal man. bullets. We not only legal, but just freaking death, man. Like the Dilbert one and two, we so they he should have been dead. Is he going to do a hundred ounces of beer? Is that what it's going to be then? Yeah, it's like ten beers. Okay, that's well, a lot of alcohol. Yeah, like, <laughs> ten. Listen to me. Listen to me, friend. Ten beers in an hour and a half. Okay, it might be a little <laughs> yeah, bit excessive, dude, but. <laughs> Legally, it's like one drink per hour, and that's a 12-ounce beer. I serve pints, which is already above and beyond that, and so you have to monitor that. You're talking about 
<laughs> What's your blood alcohol content with that, uh, dude? I don't know, but I know. Really I want to do the math death? right now. Death? Yeah, no, dude. It's he's seriously, gonna die. He's especially gonna... like me. I don't really drink all that much, so I would be yeah. literally Why are you getting all pissed. I'd be because you'd kill <laughs> me. Kill the show. Like you literally start. You'd kill by me. Killing someone. Just saying. I also have to be here for it, as the representative of beer i don't know if you want to be on this show i don't know if you want to be a part of oh it. i'm not using my beer because i won't be an accessory to his murder but <laughs> we'll have him br- okay it'll be byob yeah he'll do it on his own okay and you and double j are gonna do it and we'll watch there you have it and if it turns out okay then maybe i'll do it the next time we'll do it the next time there you go it's gonna be fine no, it's not. I did. The, <laughs> I did this. He on, said that every time we tried yeah, to do something with the you, Dilbert. Let me it's gonna be fine. The best part is you're going to make some money that night because you're going to Uber them home. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me explain. I did this on the air before you started doing the show with me. I did this on the air with Young Mark, <sighs> and I passed out in the love sack immediately after I was done in yeah, the production dude. studio at the old San Pedro building. You didn't get alcohol poisoning. No. Oh, dude. I I okay. Listen. To make it even worse, I'm, I was trying to spare listeners, but I, I woke up the next morning, pee ring, and somehow there was puke all over my alarm clock because I think I was trying to not get it in my bed or on the floor, just throw up all over my, oh my, like, my side table and alarm clock. Like, I am so glad I'm here. It was the Lord. <laughs> Probably was. <laughs> He spared me so that I could talk shit about his church on this podcast. Wow. I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Still want to do it? <laughs> yeah, I still want to do it. I'm still going to do it. All right. There we go. I don't know. All right. Well. Still going to do it. I cool. think it's time to wrap it up, boys. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. You can find us anywhere you where you can find podcasts iHeartRadio. Yeah, we're on iHeartRadio. Oh, I know I saw. iTunes, yeah, Spotify, cool. Stitcher, TuneIn, anywhere you can find podcasts. And if you want to email us, thebuckindexarmy at gmail.com. Beautiful. Steve-O, yeah. you can find him at XNovo. Yeah, XNovo. Corrales. Yeah. yeah, we'll have you on again in a few years. Okay. A few years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about the Waffle House? <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about the Waffle yeah, House. I know. I mean, what? In a few years. So you're worried about drinking a couple of beers and you're going to go sit at Waffle House for 24 really? hours, which yeah, is more dude. dangerous. Um, <laughs> Seriously, cool. which is more dangerous? There's Yeah, but there's really great medication for HIV these days, so I'm good. <laughs> you're going to get shot. <laughs> All right. See you next time. Bye.